and welcome to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is a very special, sweet Bruce Bud, Doris. Hi, Doris. Say hi to everyone. Introduce yourself. Hi, Jesse. Hi, my name is Doris Purcelli, and I am a big Bruce fan, and I live in Clifton, New Jersey. And I have loved Bruce since I'm 17 years old, So that's only many years now. <laughs> I was going to say, that's only three or four years, right? You're oh, really yeah. Good. I wish it was that. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Thank you. You know, I, I've talked about this in the past. My lovely bride keeps asking, where are you finding these people to talk to? And I said, just the power of social media. I go on Facebook and Twitter and I basically panhandle, please come talk Bruce about me. Please come talk <laughs> Bruce about me. And Doris was a little nervous, um, but she's feeling better now. And so I'm so excited she's joining me. Thank I, you. I'm you know, so excited to be, you know, invited on your show. It's, it's definitely an honor. And I believe every Bruce fan has a story to tell. That's my job is to go out and find people and share it. Well, I do have a great story for you today, Jesse. A lot, I, with, a I, lot of good uh, things we can talk about. Very nice. You told me that um, you just mentioned that you've been a fan of Bruce since you were a wee lass of 17. Yes. Tell me Back how, in the 70s. <laughs> okay. Tell me how you uh, found him. Well, actually, I remember I was driving in, believe it or not, I had a Camaro back then, and I was with a best friend of mine, her name was Mary, and she put the radio on, and there was Born to Run. From then on in, I had to find out who this was. Once we found out, you know, of course, it was Bruce Springsteen. I mean, he was handsome, he played a mean guitar. I mean, how couldn't you be hooked on him? So, right from the beginning... I was hooked. And your friend Mary is a very Bruce-ish name, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And she loved every song that had her name in it, needless to say. I bet. (laughs) But never a name with, never a song with my name, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's name is Linda. And every anniversary, I post on Facebook, Linda, let me be the one. (laughs) Oh, that is so romantic. Yeah, so... I always say, and I'm so happy Linda let me be the one. It's great. So you heard Born to Run on the radio, and you're like, hey, I got to check this out. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, it was it was amazing. Okay. So did you go to your local record store for albums? Tell me, you know, how what you started doing once you heard oh, this my, and decided. Oh, my goodness. I mean, back then, you know, you got to remember you had records, you know. Yes, you did. And, uh, you had cassettes. <laughs> you had a whole lot of things. People don't even know what they are now. Today, right. you know? And I collected everything and anything I could. And since we would always go down the shore every weekend, you know, that's all you would hear in every club was Bruce Springsteen. We would follow groups that would play nothing but Bruce music. Right. So we were pretty hooked, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just, he was somebody I really looked up to. He helped me through so many things I was going through, you know, and, and at that age, you know, it's sure. not easy. Doris, did, was there a sense of pride? You're from New Jersey. He's from New Jersey. Did you have that sense that he was one of you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was the best part of it, that he was from New Jersey. 
and that I was, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and believe me, every chance we got, we would try to catch a glimpse of him, go to concerts, which right. I did often, but never got to actually meet him. Now, when you, yes. so going back a little bit, okay. uh, being raised up, what kind of music did your family listen to? What what was, before you discovered Bruce, what kind of music did your family listen to? What did you like before you listened to Bruce? Just getting a little musical background. All right. That's a little, that's a little bit of a hard question. I think I used to really, really like Rod Stewart. Okay. And I listened a lot to the Beatles. All right. And um, honestly... I really can't say more than that. I, I, okay. I don't remember. I mean, ever since Bruce, I mean, that's all I've listened to. I mean, in okay. my car, I have Sirius set right to, you know, E Street Radio. I, it's so hard to remember now. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Uh, okay. Um, were your parents big uh, music fans? Uh, not really. Okay. My parents, this right, right now, believe it or not, my mom just turned 89. Okay. So, you know, they had me a little bit late in life there. So it was different back then, okay. you know, as far as like, uh, they weren't big music fans, I, okay. I should say. No problem. So you're there in Jersey. You're a beautiful teenage uh, young lady driving a Camaro. Uh, <laughs> you said that you saw him you guys got to go to the clubs and see him a lot. This is in the late 70s, middle 70s? Well, yeah, in the middle 70s. I know we went uh, to Passaic once. Okay. I think that was the capital. Could yes. I be correct? And we saw him there. Okay. And, oh, my God, that was amazing, you know. And like I said, and then we went to mostly I went to the Meadowlands because okay. that's only like 10 minutes from my house. So I okay. went to every concert I could get my hands on, every okay. ticket. So this is after he had already kind of hit and this, you weren't seeing him in the clubs like before during no, the first couple of albums. Count. Okay. No, I never got to see him at the stone pony. Never. Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. I know that's kind of the Mecca, right? That's a downer. <laughs> yes. I imagine. So you'd already fan when darkness came out and the river and those releases. They were great. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. What's do you have an early memory of like maybe seeing him before he hit and born in the USA, a certain concert that really meant a lot to you or something? Uh, honestly, I I don't know. I, okay, I, that's fair enough. I I, I can't say. I, I don't know. I mean, I okay. loved each of them. Sure. One better than the next. You know, yeah. I really did. How many times have you seen him perform in your lifetime? Oh, my God. I must have seen him at least 20 okay. times. Awesome. At least 20 times. Okay. You know? Yeah. That's a lot of times to go. You yes. Know? And I actually, that was my, back in uh, 1999, I took mm-hmm. my daughter to her first concert. She was only five years old at the time. Nice. And that was her very first concert. And now she's 22 years old and she still goes to them with me. Oh, that's so awesome. So she's a big Bruce fan too. <laughs> so uh, my son is 26 and he is not a Bruce fan, but um, we were just uh, sitting on the porch yesterday waiting for the football game to begin. And he said, okay, next year, if he tours, you and I are going to go. And I oh, said, absolutely. Good. He yes. said, I, as much as you've talked about it, and he's he's picked up a lot of Bruce 
from me recently. He he really enjoys the High Hope CD, um, you know, and Wrecking Ball and some Rising. And so he's like, you know, Dad, as much as this means to you, I really want to go with you. And I said, I think that would be a great father-son trip um, so we can go out of town and have some fun. That would be such a great time for you is because yes. when I go with my daughter, we really bond. Absolutely. We have a great time and it's just a nice time, you know, to be had. Absolutely. So Doris, you were sharing me before we started recording. And, you know, at this point, usually in the podcast, I ask about albums or songs that mean a great deal to you okay. or special memories, but you do have a very special uh, story about a challenging time in your life journey and how Bruce helped you about it. So would you mind sharing it with us? Absolutely. I would love to. Good. I came down with um, an illness called scleroderma. So about... tell me what that is in my very uneducated, non-medical <laughs> mindset. Listen, you wouldn't be the only one to say <laughs> that it's something like that because, you know, it's a very, very rare illness. Okay. It only affects 300,000 people in the world. Wow. It's uh, debilitating and it, there is no cure for it. It's okay. an illness that affects your, it hardens your skin and your internal organs. Mm. And they only give you like two to five years to live with this illness. Wow. Okay. Um, and when know, were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed, let's see, we're in back in 2007. Okay. Right? Seven? No. You're about the end of 2007. Wow. Right? Let's see. That would make it about how many years then? That's about seven or eight. About seven or eight years now. So then I had to be diagnosed in 2005. Yeah, I was promised okay, there'd be no math on this that. podcast. That's so. okay. Listen, one thing I was never good in was math, but you uh -huh. told me to be at a Bruce concert at a certain time. I knew those numbers. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, back in 2005 then. And um, my daughter was just, um, she was still in grammar school when this happened. Okay. And uh, it came at me like wildfire. Mm. I went through... Um, I was in the hospital every three months for the first two years of this illness. Wow. I had 28 transfusions, oh, and wow. I have a cord in my chest yet that I go every month to the hospital, and I have to get it flushed. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's what I was on, actually, oxygen 24-7. Wow. And I had hospice actually come to my house. It was really the end. And just with, uh, with I can just say it was divine intervention that I made it. And that I'm here today to tell my story. And through it all, you know, I just kept my faith. Yeah. And I listened to Bruce a lot. My daughter would put those earphones in my ears because my hands actually closed in a fist. I couldn't do anything. Mm. She would help me do everything for me, you know. And so I would be able to listen to Bruce while I was getting hand surgeries done and things that are just so horrible, believe me. And yet, thank God I made it through. But Bruce helped me through so much of this, you know, his music, his his encouragement, his his hope for better days, you know, that would come. And they did. You know, and because of this illness, I met so many great people on mm -hmm. online. I met them on Twitter. They kept me going and I have, you know, so much to, you know, share. Yeah. Okay. 
My- Doris, that's that's an amazing story. This is really, I'm so glad you're sharing this. And I imagine it's just shocking. You get this news and you're going, wait a minute, there's got to be a mistake, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it speaks a lot, the power of mag- a belief and faith and music, right? You're absolutely. going, um, and I just think what a wonderful story that you can't even move your hands, but there you are, your daughter putting the earbuds in your ear. And as you're getting, you know, the transfusions and the treatments, listening to Bruce, that's just a very inspiring story. It was great. In fact, when I went in for my one hand surgery, because I had to have them fused and they had to open them so that I can live a somewhat normal life. Okay. Actually, my doctor put Bruce on in the operating room for me, which was was really good. And they actually sang. I mean, it was something like out of a movie because they knew how sick I was Mm -hmm. and they were so good to me, you know, really. Yeah. But this illness brought me so much more. It brought me to Bruce even closer that I got to meet him. You want me to tell you how that came about? Yeah, I, I let's say that just for a little bit. Um, okay. Uh, though I, you know, I do want to hear that story. Okay. Um, is there any specific, I mean, did you have specific albums or? I listened, I listened mostly to Better Days and okay. Dream Baby Dream. Yes. I listened to that song a lot and I listened to, I love Sherry Darling, and I wanted some upbeat music, you know, to keep me Mm -hmm. going. You know, I did a lot of repeats, a lot of thinking, a lot of his music that just really kept me saying, you know, you're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Wow, that's 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 really wonderful. I did a business presentation at the beginning of this year. I was in the Philippines for work. And they asked me as a visiting manager to do a kind of talk about my management style and to talk about what I think you need to be successful. And so you, and it was um, they they work days and nights over there. The, there is a crew that work daytime hours in the U.S., which is nighttime over there. Right. And they actually have a day crew that works day over there, which would be the middle of the night here. And. So I worked like a, you know, 17 hour day so I could wow. both presentations. I ended with a quote from Better Days that said, and I said, I think too many people focus on, well, when I get that big promotion, then I'll be happy. When I accomplish this goal, then I'm going to be successful. Um, when you're, you know, well, then when I get out of high school, that's when things will be really be fun. <laughs> when I graduate from college, that's when it'll be fun. True. And I think the song is about enjoying the journey that, and, and even if the journey seems dark, quote, Game of Thrones, the night is dark and full of terrors, you know, right. that, that journey is what this is. And, and what we need to do. So I, I think that's very inspiring because you didn't give up. And Never. You, you fought. Never. Yeah. Because you, we knew that yeah. you said better days would come. Yeah. They did. And yeah. through all the darkness and through all the pain and yeah. through everything, we make it. Yeah. And, and we're better for it, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, to quote, right? No retreat, no surrender. No kidding. Absolutely. (laughs) So certainly, if you had your choice, being ill and meeting Bruce, or not being ill and not meeting Bruce, you'd at least consider not meeting (laughs) Bruce, right? (laughs) Well, you know what? It's funny because I... Really, you know, listen, nobody wants to be ill, you know, nobody wants to be sick, nobody wants to suffer, you know, there's days I can't get out of bed. I mean, there's a lot of, it's a a struggle. Yes. But I'll tell you something, when I had the opportunity to meet him, Mm -hmm. and and it wasn't as if a lot of people you see, they get pictures with Bruce, and it's, it's by chance, they run up to him and, you know, oh, let me take your picture, you know, in this instance, I was blessed because he said to my friend's, you know, son and his girlfriend who worked at this gym, mm-hmm. when they told him about me, they said that, you know, they knew a really big fan, which I have to laugh because, you know, we're all really big fans. He said, and they told him that I was very sick and he actually made time for me. You see, that's what made this even extra special. It wasn't like just a chance, you know, he mm-hmm. made time to meet me and so on August 26th of 2012, okay. at 5 o'clock, I met him, and he was actually waiting for us to show up. And to me, that was just, that so, was an honor. That yeah, was an honor. absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit. You mentioned that your son? No, my friend's your, son. Your friend's son, okay. Right, and okay. his girlfriend work okay. at the gym that Bruce goes to. Oh, okay. Yes, So he works out there Mm -hmm. and she had told him about me when he heard the story. Why don't you bring her in tomorrow? Now this, my friend called me up and she said, Doris, you're not going to believe this. You're going to meet Bruce Springsteen. And I said, yeah, sure. You know, and we left. She said, no, Doris, I'm not kidding. She said, you better get ready. Be down here by like 430 and we're going to go meet him. Well, needless to say, I felt like it was the day before Christmas. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think. I couldn't, I just couldn't think straight. I was so excited, but it did happen. And it was the best day of my life. So Doris, how much notice did you have that you were going to get to meet this guy that has been your musical idol since you were 17? One day. Wow. Which is good in a lot of way, right? It was the longest day of my life. I imagine. (laughs) That is hilarious. I'm going to ask the dumbest question ever. So how much, I mean, how much time did you spend? Okay, you know, how am I going to act? What am I going to say? Because <laughs> I'm sure I already know this about you. You have such a sweetheart and, and a caring heart that I could see you immediately. I don't want to take advantage of this. I don't want to overstay my welcome. You know, he's nice enough to meet me. What were you thinking about? How do you talk about him? What do you say? How do you tell this guy that I know you hear this all the time, but your, your music changed my life. (laughs) Well, when I first saw him, I mean, I was so worried, like you're saying, what was I going to say to him? You know, believe me, Jesse, you're going to laugh. I had so many things in my head that I was going to say. And when I saw him, Everything went blank. I just couldn't believe that I was face to face with him. He helped me through so much and like and yeah. I just admired him. And the only thing I remember first saying to him was, 
oh my God, I have loved you since I was a young girl. And his response was, darling, you're still young. And for me, that made my day. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And then, um, and then he actually spent a good 30 minutes with us. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, he signed a lot of autographs. He signed a concert shirt that I had brought. Okay. And we took a lot of pictures together that I proudly put on my wall and on my, all my social media. So you know? absolutely. Yeah. And when uh, this episode comes out in a couple of weeks, I'll, I'll get a copy of that photo and I'll include it on the tweet okay. I sent out about the episode. So all that's right. good. Okay. And I, I'm assuming based on your earlier comments, he's just as handsome in person. You were not disappointed, correct? Oh my God. He is more than than, than that. I mean, he yeah. is so handsome and he's so down to earth. That was the most that caught me. Yes. You know, here I was thinking, you know, here I am. It's going to like, I'm going to remember this a lifetime. And right. for him, I'll walk away and he'll maybe never remember me again. But it wasn't like that. Yeah. He really made me feel important. I mean, we took so many pictures and I'm going to make you laugh. I wear a certain perfume called Angel. Okay. And anyone that knows me will tell you that's very distinctive smell and it's okay. very sweet and it's just got a nice, you know. So when Bruce went home to Patty, he had a lot of explaining to do because <laughs> he smelled just like Angel. We had him in bear hugs. I kissed yes. his neck. I kissed his face. I mean, I hugged him. So, you know, we laughed about it. And I said, you really smell like like Angel, you know. <laughs> so That is wonderful. So that was one thing. And he was very nice, very, very kind and just a, just a really good down to earth human being. How much of the conversation do you remember, or is it just a blur? I remember him meeting him. Him, like I said, we all gave him a kiss and a hug. And remember, he, I said to him, "Thank you for taking the time to meet me." You know, because of yeah, my yeah. illness. And he said to me, "I heard everything you're going through." He said, and I'm sorry you're you're going through this. And he told me to be strong. Mm. He said that, be strong. He said, and stay strong. You know, you're going to be okay. And like that meant so much to me. Gave me even more of a fight, like for me to go on, you know? Like in Wrecking Ball, he talks about hold on to your anger, but don't fall to your fears. You hold on to that anger and that fight that you're doing against this disease, but right. don't be afraid. And that's that's beautiful. And it's great. And that's what I'm telling you. His music has taken me through so many hard times with his yeah. words, words you're telling me, words I've heard over and over. And that really helped me through this. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's absolutely wonderful. Besides telling you to stay strong, anything else that he shared with you that you remember with a lot of sense of just a special moment? Well, just that told me that I'm still young made me happy. Yes. That's nice. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I know I said I was sorry for his loss, you know, with Clarence. Yes. And that, that seemed to mean a lot to him, right. you know, and, and he thanked us. The conversation was a lot about taking, you know, can we take pictures now? And, and after about 30 minutes, he had a laugh and he said, you know, I'm never going to get this workout done. <laughs> and, 
So I said, well, you know, like you said, I didn't want to be greedy. Yes. I was very grateful. He gave me more time than I expected. You right. know, I, I really did. Mm-hmm. Not only was it myself, my daughter was there. My friend was there and her son right. and the girl, of course, Jess. Her name's Jesse also. That helped get to this point. So he mm-hmm. took pictures with all of us. So oh, that's he was awesome. really a great guy, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. No disappointment there. He really could have... This is such a wonderful story because he's there working out. He's he's obviously taking care of himself. You know, he like every time my wife Linda looks at him, she goes, you know, he he looks like he's in his 50s at the latest. He's and, great. And, and to kind of give some of his time to someone is a wonderful story. Um, it's truly an honor. I mean, who am I? Yeah. Just another fan, you know? So it made me feel honored. Next week when we're recording this, um, so we're recording this in the first part of November, I recorded an episode with Peter who does Blogness on the Edge of Town. Mm-hmm. And he and I talked about that he, Bruce seems to be so grounded and that – Peter said, and I agreed, that if a scandal broke out, that if you heard about him, something outrageous or something right. bad, you would be crushed. Because Absolutely. And, and it just, I'm sure everyone has bad days. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I always think about that. I go to a lot of um, science fiction and comic book conventions and a lot of times fans can be very hard and being very demanding of these celebrities and actors and and they don't want to understand that people can have bad days. Right. That but they all forget that we're only all human. We are only human. And there is so much, you know, if everyone wants a piece of you. And if everyone wants mm-hmm. your picture or your, you know, just just a quick autograph or just something. It's hard. Absolutely. It it's too much on anybody, you know. Right. So I agree with you with yeah. that. So that's why I felt happy because I knew that he made time for me. It wasn't intruding on his time. Right. And I didn't want to be greedy, like I said, with the time. So. Yeah. And it, it sounds like he really did treat you like you know i'm i want to see you i I am happy that is and that's so wonderful he really did yeah he really did and and that made it so much more special for me you know were were you floating on air after you left (laughs) absolutely you kidding i'm still floating on air (laughs) every time i look up i see him you know he's in my uh my room here yes that's you know pictures you know yeah, I love to hear stories of where you meet your people you're fans of or idols or people you admire and right. they don't disappoint you. That was the best part of it. Yes. That when I met him, he was so down to earth, like I said, and such a good heart, like really. And not just a person who was like, you know what, I'm just going to sign these and I'm going to, you know, wasn't like that at all. Yeah. He was really, really a good, really a good person. Mm-hmm. That made me love him even more. <laughs> Absolutely. I can imagine because, you know, there you are and been a lot of years and a lot of concerts. 
I would have been walking on the air and would have been wanting to call everyone in the world I know saying, guess what I just did? Guess what I just did? You know what? That's exactly what I did. I'm not kidding. I know Suna had the picture and I was putting it all over the place. You know, I was so proud, you know, and so excited that I met him. Mm -hmm. You know, I might add to that just meeting Bruce, but the people that he brings together with his music and the friends that you get through through him yes. is, is a blessing. I mean, I've met people. Uh, I met a, a friend. Uh, her name's Annette. She lives in Brazil. Yes. I've met people who live. Another girl, her name is Dawn. She lives in Boston. Right. You know, a girl, Joanna, she's in New York, which is close, which is yes. good. I can see more of her. Or Lady Marion, who lives in Germany. Another woman, yeah. Terry, she lives in Florida. But these women have helped me came close and, and helped me through my sickness, you know? And uh, all because of Bruce brought us together. My one friend, I told you, the girl Annette from Brazil, every month I go to get my port cleaned, she sends me pictures of Bruce. She gives me encouragement. I got to meet her this summer. She came. We spent two weeks in Asbury Park. Oh, nice. I mean, along with the other girl, some of the other girls I just mentioned, we all got together and for the first time, just the love that Bruce brings together through people is unbelievable. Yeah, Doris, I told this story a couple of times and so I'll make it short, but That's okay. you know, I, I flew I, I drove to Nashville to see him in the two thousand fourteen tour and my wife could not get off work and I had you know, connected with Donna from Bruce Funds via social media. And, uh-huh. you know, and so we're, we're meeting at a restaurant and my wife's like, you're meeting people that you don't know. I said, they're <laughs> all Bruce fans. What's, what's it matter? Right. And she says, aren't, aren't you scared? I said, well, I, I think they're all female. Shouldn't they be afraid of meeting me? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're a, you're a cupcake. You know, I said, I know. So, um, you know, we met and there is that immediate friendship and that bonding that, and, and I'm sure there are people who are pains in the butt who are Bruce fans, but 99.99% of us are good to each other. We really are. And the people that I have met, Yes. I mean, really helped me, and they're really good people. In fact, Bruce really, or should I say never, I could say goes to Brazil. Yes. You know, this girl, like I said, my friend Annette, on Twitter when I met her. Now, some people would say, you know, I don't know how to word this, but all right, let me put it this way. I had a T-shirt that was signed by Bruce. Right. I, I met her online, and it was something about her. I knew she was a good person. And yeah. she cared, you know, just being a Bruce friend, like I was so sick and like I said, going through so much and she would just write me and help me and do everything. So I packed up that shirt mm-hmm. and I sent it to Brazil and I, she was so excited when she got it Yeah, because, you know, she herself is a big Bruce fan. A lot of people would say to me, why would you part with something like that? And my answer is I was blessed to meet yeah. him and I want to play it forward too and let yeah. other people be happy too because that's what it's all about isn't it it really is I we are 
all in this together. We are all in this together. And if if we don't, none of us wins unless all of us wins. That is my favorite of all things he says. And And it's so true. It is. And someone is always hurting. Um, This is November. And my sister does, uh, for the past four or five years, she has done a month of gratitude where she does a different post every day about something she's grateful for. And so I started doing this two or three years ago. It is, you think about that all of us have troubles. And all of us are fighting our own fights, but there's always someone in worse shape than you are. True. And we talked about this a little bit before we recorded, but I think it's worth to say it. It's easy to have faith when things are going well. It's easy to believe in a divine power, call it whatever you want to do, Right. fate, God, um, whoever you want, that there's a plan right. if, when it's going well, but faith is that, and, and I do believe that in the long run, good things happen and that life is a journey that good and bad is what is important. Right. And that if we hold on to our faith, yes, you know, and we're going to get through this Yes, and that that's what it's all about, making someone else happy, at least for me. You know, I, if I can make someone happy, then I did my job for the day, sharing and being kind. And you lay your head down at night and you know, you know what? I didn't hurt anybody. And that was a good day. Yeah. You know, and that's how I've lived my whole life. One of my favorite stories is Harry Chapin, the late great Harry Chapin. And he talked about this on one of the, his CDs. You know, it was a live show, and it talked about that he was telling his grandfather a story. And his grandfather said there's two kinds of tired. There's good tired and bad tired. And mm-hmm. bad tired is maybe a day where you won. may have been a day that you were successful, but you were fighting someone else's fight, living someone else's dreams, living someone else's vision. And even if you win, you know, you're tired. But good tired is the end of the day where you may have lost. Things have not gone well, but you were fighting your fight. You were living your dreams. You were doing your vision. And then it's a good tired. That's that's amazing. And I'm so happy you shared that with me. And And I believe that Bruce is... And, you know, I hope in a hundred years, he's still here, but he is fighting his fight. And I think that's his message to us fans is to fight and believe in being good to each other, being kind to each other and helping each other. And, you know, that's what the beauty of his music and it's the beauty of this fandom. And that's exactly how I feel. Yes. That's so true. Absolutely. That is so true. You know, I knew we were going to get serious and I knew we'd get deep on this and I'm so appreciated. And I appreciate you being so honest and sharing. Is there anything else before we kind of move on about your life or the way Bruce has influenced or helped you through hard times come, but hard times go? Honestly, he's helped me so much. He's still helping me every day. 
So all I could say is, Son, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that we were blessed with him. Yes. In our lifetime. Yes. And that he's going to help us. And I mean, he's going to help more generations yet. He's got a long time yet, I think. He's going to, he's still strong. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what else? It is, this is a blessing, is the time that we live in. The night before his birthday, he shows up at Jackson Brown's concert, does a couple of songs. You know, social media starts talking about not, I hope we see this. It's, okay, when are we going to see this? Because of the miracles of, you know, the smartphones and everything. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys is my other musical idol. Um, Bruce showed up at his show in Jersey uh, a month or so ago, and he got on stage. And as I've told many times, I'm not saying I want to end, but if my life ended after seeing Brian and Bruce on the same stage, I'd be, okay, Uh, you know, it's not bad. Well, you know what? It's so funny because after I met him, yes, and I know it might sound a little crazy, but to myself, I said, you know what, Father, I could, maybe I could die in peace almost because like you blessed me. I finally saw yes. him. I got to meet him. Yes. I got to kiss him. I got to hold him. Right. And he made that time for me. And that was so worth it. Absolutely. So I know how you feel. Absolutely. <laughs> So, Doris, we're all hoping that 2016 is going to bring new tours. Is there a wish list of a couple of songs you haven't heard him perform live you'd like to? Or is there songs that you have heard but you'd love to hear again? Honestly, I think I've heard almost every song he's ever played. But I never get tired of, you know, Hungry Heart, Yes, Better Days, which is my favorite song. I love Rosalita. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just a few. But okay. every song touches me in a in a special yes. way. So, um, I would I would say that that's I don't know. Okay. Okay. Right. That would no, be that. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's perfect. I um I, I I agree with you. It is always interesting to hear what people wish and hear, and I I am a little bit jealous of my east coast uh bruce buds that have had the opportunity to see him so often um (laughs) and jealous in a fun way and not as in oh i resentful just i'm a little (laughs) little envious like darn it that'd be nice that's a blessing um and great job getting your uh, daughter involved as well she loves it so that's good that's what i mean and i have her she's my backup yes goes with me we have fun together again like i said it this is a struggle it's a fight yes but you know i just believe that well, i don't know that like i said like you said better days are gonna come and absolutely you gotta just hang in there you know fight the fight be good help each other yes and just just keep listening and hoping i'll tell you, you know what my wish list is to definitely have a tour this year. Amen. I would say that would be my biggest wish. Absolutely. Um, How are you feeling, Doris? I've been doing pretty good. I get a lot of good days, and then there's, you know, sometimes I get on that bad side. Sure. It it passes. Okay. Thank God it passes. If people want to reach out to you, uh, how can they reach you? They can reach out to me on Facebook. Okay. I'm at Doris Poor Sally, you okay. know, on Facebook and on Twitter. I'm on Grateful822. That, I guess that would be it. Okay. 
I'm only on those two. Okay, that's that's good. Doris, thank you so much for your time. You Listen. you have been such sweet and inspiring and absolutely lovely. Um, thank you. And it was such a pleasure. I hope that I didn't let you down. Oh, and no, not whatsoever. Give people some hope out there. Absolutely. And, um, what what should I have asked you that I didn't ask? You asked me everything. I just hope that I did a good job for you. Oh, and you I hope that sense. people that listen enjoy this. Okay, I'm sure they will. Thank you so much. And you, listeners, if you want to be on the podcast and talk about Bruce and all that implies, please send an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook page and a Twitter feed. Please check both of those out. I would really appreciate you going to iTunes to rate and review us. It helps people find us. Um, as we're recording this, it's the second day of November, and we just got the numbers. We are up to over 700 downloads, which is great. I'd love to hit 1,000, though, because I'm greedy. I want people <laughs> to hear uh, these great Bruce stories. Doris, I just adore you. You are Thank the you. best, and I... No, I join me and the rest of Bruce Buds that we are sending you good hopes and prayers and love and hope that hopefully we can meet each other soon. That would be wonderful. And if, thank you so much for having me. I so enjoyed talking to you. I really did. It was so, such a pleasure. Oh, it's great. So I figure if I hug you and and you kiss me on the cheek therefore kind of i'm only one shade away from bruce hugging me well and then you're gonna smell like angel too remember oh that's okay <laughs> i'll explain to my lovely bride why that's what i'm saying then yeah. well we'll have to tell linda it's nothing <laughs> okay we will for now we're going to close with well my soul checked out missing as i sat listening to the hours and minutes ticking away yeah, just sitting around waiting for my life to begin while it was, it was all, all just, just slipping, slipping away. away. Let's I'm, not let that happen. Amen. Let's keep going. Keep yes. rocking. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.